Welcome to Know His Love Stories, where we listen to the voice of the Father through His children. Today's story comes to us from Seth, originally from Maine. Seth currently lives and works in Lincoln, Nebraska. He serves as the Assistant Director of Parish to Parish Missions for the International Missionary Foundation, which is a Catholic apostolate dedicated to serving the suffering Christ in the poor by fostering parish to parish relationships that are mutually beneficial between the United States and developing nations. You can learn more about and support Seth's work by visiting imfmission.org. This is a Know His Love Story. Like a lot of my friends, like a lot of people I know, you know, I was raised um, Catholic and very, very um, privileged for my parents to bring me to Mass every Sunday. Um, but I just wasn't in a period of my life where I really cared. So like I went to Sunday school and all that stuff. But for me growing up, like middle school, high school was all about sports. And then when I got into college, um, had a few traumatic experiences, lost my best friend and closest cousin two different people to suicide three days apart um was really sick my freshman year lost about 40 pounds i had mono but it was pretty traumatizing and just a lot of stuff growing up in my childhood also that really had an effect um as i reflect back in my life so yeah i think all growing up until i was 22 i really didn't have a personal experience um of god's love in my life you know I had a lot of, in college, I had a lot of supernatural experiences that are a really big part of my testimony. Um, and I knew God was speaking to me, reflecting back in those experiences, but I didn't know it was God at the time and the Holy Spirit. Um, and the way I viewed myself, like I was real into a lot of drugs, a lot of drinking, um, you know, your typical, I don't know, just doing everything. Yeah. The our culture says will make you happy. So drugs, drinking, women, um, a lot of partying. And yeah, I didn't, I don't like a lot of people and say like I was super miserable or depressed. Like I had a good time in college, but I was definitely feeling like there was something missing. And I definitely viewed myself as just like, I felt looking back, felt very alone, um, very unseen. And I had a lot of like some pretty good friends a lot of good friends, but I still felt so alone. And I think I just saw people um, as kind of just, you know, the pleasure, pleasure type of friend, you know, um, I'm going to get what I can out of this person. Um, they make me happy. And that's, I think, how I viewed myself and how I viewed other people as well, subconsciously. I think after, it was after my best friend, Colin, and my closest cousin, Kyle, took their life that like, I just kind of like something shut off within me and uh, didn't know it, but obviously I was super depressed for, and they took their lives going into my sophomore year of college. So in 2009, um, so I was 19 and uh, yeah, just kind of shut down. And it was after those experiences, I had a lot of experiences with not only like God, but also like with the devil. So had a lot of really terrible dreams. I saw things I saw, saw demons, but it never like brought me to God. It never actually made me think like, okay, God is real and God loves me. And I went through all of college and it got to the point where I was graduating in 2012. I went to the university of Rhode Island and, uh, I was really struggling with, with an addiction at the time. Um, and I didn't, 
at that point in my life, I didn't know what sin was and I didn't know like what any of that really meant, but I knew like I tried to quit from this thing that I was struggling with and I couldn't do it. And I tried day after day, time after time. And I just like, couldn't do it. And I realized I'm not in control of my body and I'm not in control of what I want to do. And that scared like the living daylights out of me. Um, so that was like the first thing that like, kind of like this, like kind of fear set in, like, what am I supposed to do? Like, I didn't feel like I could reach out to anybody. And I felt like even more and more alone and closed in on myself. So I remember it was August of 2012. Um, and I remember there was about a week, week straight. I would, I would smoke weed. I would smoke a blunt and then go to bed. And before I went to bed, I would like get on YouTube and just watch like the random videos on YouTube. And there was this one YouTube video. I remember the first night of this week and it was like near death experiences of people just saying they went to, they died and went to heaven or hell and came back to life. And it, could have been all real, could have been fake. It doesn't matter. But it like, it started to like create this like curiosity within me that like there's an afterlife, like what, what happens to me when I die? Um, and I watched these video, I would, you know, smoke and then I would go to bed. But before I would do that, I would watch these videos. I got to this final night and I actually, I was sober this night. I didn't smoke. I got in my bed and um, I watched this video and this guy, was speaking to me through a YouTube video. And I just, I just want to really like emphasize the power of the gospel, you know, and how important it is. So this guy, he said he died and he went to hell and he came back to life. And he was surprised because he's like, yeah, I believe in God. Like I thought I was going to go straight to heaven because he was like, just essentially saying, you know, I'm a, I'm a good person. So I'm going to go to heaven. And I like paused and reflected on my own life. And I'm like, well, like, this is before I knew anything about God's mercy and all that. But I just was like, yeah, like that's my belief. Like I'm a good person. Like I know if I die, I'm going to, I'm going to go to heaven. But then I like started to think this next thought came in like, but doesn't that make me my own God? Like what if I think I'm a good person and then I die and meet God face to face and God's actually like, you actually weren't that good of a person. And this is my view of God at the time you're actually going to go to hell. And that like scared the living daylights out of me. Cause I knew like hell is for eternity. At this point, I started to like believe in heaven and hell and heaven was for eternity. So then this guy just, he spoke right through me and he said, you don't go to, you know, you don't go to heaven because you believe you're a good person. You go to heaven because you're created to be in an intimate relationship with God, but because of sin of things that you do that aren't in love, that relationship is broken. So you're separated from God. And that's why Jesus Christ, both God and man, God's son came to earth. He came to earth to take upon your sin, to take upon your pain, to take upon your woundedness. And he died for that. And he rose from that and defeated death and he defeated sin. And he rose from the dead and now he's in heaven. And he looked at me and he said, you need to make that decision. Do you accept this or do you reject this? Do you want Jesus to come into your life? Do you believe in this or do you not? And at that point, I was like so scared. I was just thinking if an asteroid came in my room right now and like hit me, what would I do? So I remember looking up at my ceiling and I said, God, I don't know if you're real. I don't know if you're listening. I don't know who you are. I don't know if this is a prayer, but I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sins. Had no idea what that meant. I believe that he rose from the dead and I believe that he's in heaven right now. And Jesus, I really want to be in an intimate relationship with you. And I was, my, my addiction was porn. And I said, I'm struggling with this addiction. I can't quit. I'm scared. Please help me. And right as I said that prayer, 
light just came into my room. The Holy Spirit came into my room. I was completely slayed in the spirit. It felt like I sunk like 20 feet in my bed. And I was just filled with so much peace, so much love, so much joy. I couldn't move and I didn't want to move. And I just kept praising Jesus over and over and over again, which is something I never, ever would have done at that time in my life. And I was freed from that addiction, right on the bondage of that addiction, right on the spot, um, which is a miracle. You know, I woke up, I struggled with that two, three, four times a day. And then I woke up the next day, I wasn't tempted the next day. And I just knew like, after that moment, I knew that Jesus was real. I knew that he loved me personally. I knew that he loved me specifically. And I knew he wanted to be in a relationship with me. And that was the whole turning point for me. So I'm actually really starting to learn what that means for me, like specifically and uniquely within the last like three years of my life. So I've been walking this path, this, you know, practicing Catholic, you know, holy hour every day, rosary for the last like almost decade now. Um, you know, I was in focus as a missionary. Then I joined the Capuchins for a while. Um, and I was doing, I thought I was following God's will. And I, and I think I was and doing all the right things. I was spending a lot of time in prayer and, um, something happened. I was in my novitiate year of 2017 with the Capuchins. It was 2018. And, um, I started to experience a lot of like mental health things, uh, suicidal thoughts, despair. I started to experience a lot of supernatural things like knocks on my door and laughter in my room, um, really bad dreams of me being pulled off the bed. But I thought I had to like white knuckle it and just suck it up because this is God's will for my life. If I don't do this, then I'll be out of God's will. And if I'm out of God's will, then I won't be a saint. And if I'm not a saint, then I won't be special in God's eyes. And uh, I mean, those were all the thoughts I had and I was just suffering so much because it's like, if I stayed, I was becoming suicidal. And if I left, I was abandoning God. So I was stuck in this tricky place and my formator, a great man, um, Father Robert, he said to me, Seth, do you feel like you have the free, like one day he like knew, he was trying to help me leave and freedom as much freedom as I had. But he, it was coming to a place where like, yeah, I like had to go. And he said, Seth, do you feel that you have the freedom to leave here? Like, do you feel like you can just wake up tomorrow and leave? And I said, no, I have to be here. And he said, Seth, if you don't feel the freedom that you can leave, then you don't have any freedom to be here. And I just knew like in my heart, I just started to cry. And I knew like God was like, I had no idea what he had in store for me. I still thought I was abandoning God's will. But I knew he was, I knew my next step towards freedom in my relationship with Christ was to leave. And I had no idea why or what that looked like, but I knew I had to leave. So Novisha was in California. I came home to Maine. And the last three years, it's been on a journey of like intense healing. Um, a lot of prayer, a lot of sacraments, a lot of counseling, a lot of deliverance and healing prayer. It really hasn't slowed down. But something over this time I've really learned, and it's really been only through living it. I like kind of felt like I had to be lost in order to let the father find me. I like had to feel like I was abandoning God for him to show me that he was there and that he was pursuing me. And something that always comes up in prayer and when people pray for me is sometimes I even try and like, this isn't good, but like I try and test, like, I just like, I want God to prove to me. And it comes from a place of deep woundedness from some stuff when I was a child, but of like, feeling so alone and I like you know sometimes we fight God and we like you know want to 
do what we want to do when we run and we hide because there's so much going on internally. And God spoke to me in prayer one time when I was being prayed over. He said, you are my lost sheep. You are, you are the one I've been looking for you. And I found you and I have you and I will never let you go. Um, so for me to understand who I am as a beloved son is to know that I am like, I am chosen by God. And it doesn't matter what I do. I could literally, you know, be a dishwasher. I could be a garbage man. I could be a priest. I could be the Pope. I could be a flight attendant, whatever. Like I'm chosen by God. And it's because he, he loves me so much. He, he, he chose me just to be his son. And it's taken a lot of healing to truly believe that it really doesn't matter about what I do. The doing comes from the love, but I need my foundation to be that love and to truly like know that I am chosen. And that's for me what it means. And that's where my whole spirituality comes from now. It's, it's just resting in that and surrendered to that, that when things seem crazy, when the world seems crazy, when my life seems like I'm carrying 50 crosses to know that I'm chosen and I can just rest in the father's love. I love my passions, healing. Um, my passion is praying with people for healing and um, helping people in their own woundedness. And my, the way I experience God's love the most is ministering and just walking with people in their own pain and their own struggle. Cause I see God the most in my own brokenness and the brokenness of other people. Um, and also it's really weird, but whenever there's a rainbow, I know God's saying I'm here and I'm with you. And then whenever I see the numbers one, four, three, or three, four, one, or four, one, three, which is like, I love you. And like texting or something like that. I know that's God, like just really speaking to me and it's hard to explain, but those specific ways, but yeah, God really speaks to me through other people. Um, I'll know if someone is like, I know if someone says something, it could be a stranger on the street. But I can really, I know like that was from God. That was the Holy Spirit. Um, and that's like, I think it's such a gift for me to to really see God in other people um, and really through people's brokenness in my own. So that's how I experience God's, God's unique love. I mean, I think the, the two things that really come to my heart, um, I would tell them that they're not alone. No matter how alone they feel, that they're not alone that Jesus, who's the savior of the universe, um, is with them no matter how far away he feels, whether how much they doubt his presence in their life, that he is so close to them and also that they are chosen, that God chose them specifically and uniquely um, from the beginning of time. And that, again, no matter how far away they feel, no matter how much pain they feel, what they're going through, they don't have to do anything to earn earn God's love. They don't have to perform any type of way to earn God's love. They don't have to, they can just let go and relax and truly know that, that God loves them and is with them. Jesus is like, he is what you are certain, like what your heart's longest desire. And I just think of that because I think of the gospel for tomorrow and I was just like praying with that. And it's um how Jesus, I think when Jesus calls Peter, when he drops his nets and like, Peter just has the biggest catch of his life, right? Like in his profession, like he's, he's like, he's a rich man now, you know, but but Peter recognizes something in Jesus and he doesn't do one. Like the doing is his job of like being a fisherman. He doesn't do, he gets up and he follows Jesus and you know, that next car, that next drug, that next, you know, boyfriend or girlfriend, um, 
even, you know, like you get engaged or you get married, like there's so many even like really good things that we think that will fulfill us, you know? And yeah, like there are things that will help us to become more and more united with Christ, but your heart really is just, is longing for Christ. And he's that, he's that, he's what you are searching for. Thank you for listening to Seth's story. I would love to share your story as well. Please connect with us on social media or by clicking on the join us link at knowhis.love.